Welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Jason and I. Hey. How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> What's a tear, Jason? I have no idea. It's what a weed, it? apparently. Is it? Because I've seen tear on like the scale that we use to bake. Yeah, have I you ever seen that? I've never studied this passage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pure blindness. No. No. It looks, it's supposed to resemble wheat. Look it looks like, like wheat. wheat. They call it damsel. Really? But oh, very interesting. So it there. looks like weed. Yeah. But it's actually a weed. I have no idea. Man. Yeah. It's you guys should need to Google it. <laughs> Why are you not an agricultural expert? Jason? I expect that. Well, I mean, you call it, you know the name of it. I had no idea. That's very good. Well, it's good uh, Good to be walking through these parables. Yeah. So uh, we want to cover the next one, which is the tares among the wheat. Matthew 13. Uh, yeah, yeah, Matthew 13, 30, mm-hmm. verse 24. So what's what's this parable about? How does it And how does it relate to the kingdom of God? Right. So you just covered the sower, the seed, the four soils. Right. That's like setting up the whole chapter about the kingdom of God, in, uh, the first parable, right? Yep. Um... And then with the tares among the wheat, how that relates to the kingdom is uh, the, the the two kinds of people yes. in the kingdom. Uh, one of them being not actually in the kingdom, but yeah. apparently in the kingdom. Gotcha. And so you go to Matthew 13, 24. He says the kingdom of heaven in verse 24 may be compared to, and then he proceeds to tell the parable of yeah. a man who's sowing good seed. So the seed is the same as the seed <laughs> in the previous parable. Yeah. It's the word, right? Yeah. It's the word of the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom, and he's spreading it throughout the field. And then he says the enemy came in and sowed tares among the wheat. This, these are uh, counterfeit wheat. Yeah, they yeah. look like wheat, but they're useless. Yeah, right? Damsel. Yep. Yeah. And they went away. But when the wheat sprouted and bore grain, the tares also grew up with them. Yeah. And so they kind of look the same. And so they're like, wait a minute, though. You have these tares, you have these wheat. So the workers come in and say... To the master, shouldn't we just like um, wait? They say, "Did you not sow good seed? What's going on? How is it, how is it that we have tares?" And then he says, "The enemy did this to us." So the mm. slaves go, "Well, should we just get everything? Yeah, right. Uh, get the get the tares. I mean, excuse yeah, yeah. me." But the interesting thing is, this is great. The master says no because while you're gathering up tares, you're gonna uproot the wheat with them. They're just growing up all together. It's not yeah, like yeah. they're just in separate rows. Yeah, not rows. Yeah. And so it's very dangerous. So it says, "Wait until harvest, and then." will take care of it, yeah. right? Um, gather the wheat into one and then throw away the tares. Yeah. He stops and then he tells two other parables and then he privately explains, just as he did with the sower, yeah. this one to his disciples. Verse mm. 36, the crowds left and then he goes into this house and he explains it to them. And long story short, so that we don't go through every single verse, yeah, yeah, yeah. long story short, the enemy is the devil right? and he sows tares a.k.a. unbelievers yeah, yeah. or counterfeit believers who are not believers at all yeah. in the midst of believers in this present age. Gotcha. So you could say very, like in ordinary terms, in the church, mm-hmm. you'll have believers and unbelievers and they'll grow up together and often you will not know mm-hmm. who, which are which because the unbeliever is not necessarily acting like an unbeliever. Yeah. They're acting like the believer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, they will be bad soil but they'll be bad soil maybe all their lives until the very end. Right. And you won't know until the very tell, end. Yeah. And that's what the parable explanation ends with in verses 42, uh, 41 to 43. Mm. About the end of the age, there'll be fire and burning when the angels gather them up when Christ returns. And that's hell. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's uh, the, Jesus' point is like the kingdom right now in this present stage, yeah. it's not up to us to like... Um, pick out who's a believer, who's not. Yeah. Although those kinds of things can become evident, and sure. there's other texts that sure, tell, sure, like First sure. John, yeah, yeah. as you were talking about last time, things like that, obviously, or immediate rejection, right, or permanent, rege- you know, yeah, constant apostasy, rejection, yeah. yeah. 
But that's not our job overall. Gotcha. You sow good seed, uh, then yes, bad soil or tares will grow. Yeah. But at the end, sometimes, or maybe a lot of times, you won't even know. Mm. Because he's. it's so interesting, right? These are people that appear righteous. Yeah. They are following they the look rules. The they look the part. They speak, oh, sorry, they speak the language. Yeah, yeah. And you won't know. But yeah. God knows. Yeah, yeah. And so he totally. will ultimately deal with it. And so in this present stage of the kingdom, that's it's kind of the sad yeah. reality. There's just a mixture, mm-hmm. like this admixture among the body, yeah. among the people yeah. that that profess Christ. That are there's some that are yeah. not. So it's in in one sense, it's sort of a warning text, huh? It is a warning text, yeah, to the the other soils yeah. slash tares, not to be like those things yeah. and to examine yourself whether you you know stand in the faith totally, like you yeah. know, you're not rising or falling you, you know on yourself yeah. like is it about you or is it about christ like yeah. why are you in this yeah have totally. you calculated the cost do you understand like are you following christ or man yeah or because you thought you were going to get something out of it mm. like you know are you truly loving the lord yeah you know so, so it's a stern parable really I, I think this one is i think the other ones well all of them are a little All stern. of them are a little stern, except yeah. the hidden treasure and the costly yeah, those pearl. Are nice. Those are nice. Yeah, you'll get to cover those. Seed and leaven are nice, too, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, the dragnet one, the one at the yeah. end, is kind of tough. When he talks about judgment and the fact that it's interesting because it's not just judgment of rank unbelievers, but it's judgment of people who look like believers. Yeah, yeah. And that's what makes it, like you're saying, yeah. more stern, more warning. Yeah, yeah, sort of the Matthew 7 thing, right? Lord, Lord, did we not do this and that exactly. in name? And exactly. It's just a birth I didn't know you. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's yeah. really a call to say, hey, do I really know Christ? Yeah. Do I really know Jesus? Do I yeah. really love him? Yeah. Am I really a member of the kingdom? Or am I, am I just faking it for external religious purposes? Yeah. yeah. It is. Exactly. And you know that when you hear the word of the kingdom and you believe it. Yeah. And you believe it through thick and thin. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where, like, you know, that's what where faith gets proven over time. Totally. You know, yeah. not not that, you know, we, we want to say that we're going to look around and examine everyone's fruit no, and no. We have some sliding scale. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you know a believer because when you're around them, there's there's that joy that comes through knowing Christ, believing yeah. his word over time. Yeah, like They've totally. been with him mm. through thick and thin over time and they've experienced uh, Christ's love and care and protection for them. Yeah. And they've... Like clung to Christ, yeah. And so they know what that's like, yeah. You know what true faith is like, yeah, for sure. So it's not so much like looking out at other people; it's more no. like in the internal self, like yeah. Being aware of your own self, yeah. I think ultimately with any of these things, you don't want to, you know, yeah. Of course, there's applications ministerially, yeah, yeah, globally, yeah. but primarily, you know, he's talking to people to say, "Hey, hear this." Be wheat, yeah. Not a terror, yeah. yeah. He's not talking to just. This is not an academic lecture, right? Mm. He is not talking to pastors. No, yeah. He's talking to people yeah. and the disciples and Judas among them, yeah. of all things, right? Mm. Think about a tear of all tears yeah. and saying, hey, like, wake up. Yeah. Do you hear the word of the kingdom or not? Yeah, it's so, so good. Well, man, thank you so yeah. much. It's good. Yep. Helpful. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You get real preachy. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you that? Preachy? <laughs> no. That's a terrible word. I'm it's an expositor, John. No, stop. <laughs> an inside joke. Well, thank you. Ask John uh, about for it watching. Sometime. Don't ask well, me ever. Never ask me. No, <laughs> expositor. <I'm just> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, and uh, look forward to uh, look forward to the next video. If you have any questions, you can always leave them in the comments. Thanks. See ya.